Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Game Talk Radio. I'm Greg as always, and today, or should I say tonight, we have a couple different stories we want to talk about. Uh, first off, we I know last week I said we weren't sure if we were going to be doing a podcast this week, mostly because today uh, I had to take my brother uh, in for his back surgery. Uh, everything was fine, he's fine now, but there was a delay, uh, a very long delay. So first he got bumped two hours for some, uh, some other patient, apparently that was... Uh, I don't know how that works. He just got bumped. And then after that, they found something when they were working on his back that they had to do more of. So it took the procedure took longer. So I literally just got home. It's about uh, nine o'clock, nine, nine, ten o'clock my time, central time. And uh, and so, you know, I thought, hey, why not just get this thing done? Uh, I work and it's gonna be busy this weekend with the holidays. And I didn't want to go two weeks without a podcast since next week for sure. I won't be doing one because that's Christmas. Uh, and then the week after that is New Year's. And I'd like to say I would do one but I don't know. You know, it depends how I feel, I suppose. But uh, as far as my brother's surgery is concerned, he had a herniated disc. uh, So he had that, uh, he had that worked on and, um, and he's doing good. He had to stay overnight, unfortunately. So I left him at the hospital. I have to go pick him up tomorrow, uh, which like I said, I'm working. So I have to actually leave work to go do that and then come back to work. So lots of fun stuff. Um, But anyway, you don't care about that. So let's get to the game stuff. Uh, And uh, the first story right here. So the first thing I want to talk about today was the Kingdom Hearts 3 leak. And yes, that headline is correct. So I'm reading this on Kotaku, but this story broke uh, a few days ago. And basically, Kingdom Hearts 3, which is set to come out at the end of January, has leaked. The entire game apparently is out in the wild. And so, uh, and the article states it here too, but yeah, usually you start to see leaks when press copies go out and, you know... uh, like maybe a week or two before it shows up on torrent sites, things like that. But to come out six weeks in advance is actually kind of impressive. Uh, one, it tells you they're really ahead in the distribution chain. Uh, it's gone gold a while back, clearly, and it is out. Uh, it's 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 there. The discs are stamped. Um, and, and so that's a good thing. Uh, and then it also tells you, though, that... Uh, that there's a real problem here. Um, so let me just say the first thing that's good is that the game exists. <laughs> if it was able to be stolen then it exists. Um, what we have here, though, is it looks like my understanding is someone in, I, I want to say, North, there's a lot of misinformation here, so I'm trying to pick out what I find to be credible information. It may or may not be, so just bear with me as I, as I kind of figure this all out. But my understanding is that somebody around the North Carolina area, there's distribution centers there, somewhere in that chain was able to get a bunch of copies. I'm going to assume that they stole them because nobody was there to sell them to them. Um, but it's really interesting because... Kotaku actually reached out to this person. Um, So there was a Facebook user posting videos and offering to sell copies of Kingdom Hearts 3 for $100 a pop to buyers last weekend. The user who went by Broderick Jackson shared clips of the game to prove that he had it. When reached by Kotaku, he would not say how he had acquired these copies, but stated, quote, I'm the man, plain and simple, end quote. That might be my favorite thing of all time because this dude um, is in trouble big time. (laughs) And if he put any sort of phone number, which my understanding is he had a phone number there or even through Facebook, like they're going to find you, man. I don't I don't know how you feel like this wouldn't be big enough to come after you. Now, you have to remember who is a piece of the Kingdom Hearts pie. Disney, baby. Disney's going to come and they're going to smash you plain and simple. So why you would think you could get away with this? is just mind-boggling to me, but, you know, more power to you. Uh, And then uh, a follow-up to that was that the voice actor 
for Axel, Quentin Flynn had basically was replying to someone on Twitter who had said, the, the person on Twitter uh, said, he's already pawned off 10 copies and people have begun to leak the game. Some of us have already sent this guy's information to Square and Disney, hoping they'll do something. To which Quentin Flynn replied, last I heard they captured the guy responsible. So captured the guy, you'd assume that that was, they called the cops and he was arrested. Um, now what I also, just a little side note, really has nothing to do with the story here, but so he's pawned off 10 copies and of the 10 people that bought the game early, there's already somebody making footage and leaking the game. Like out of those 10 people, it couldn't just be 10 fans. It had to be people that would obnoxiously post leaks and spoilers online. Now the one good thing about kingdom hearts is that the story is such a convoluted mess that even if you saw the ending, you probably wouldn't understand what's happening. Not knowing the context of that ending. So if don't worry about it, you'll be fine. If you saw a few videos, you're fine. The game is still going to be great. You're still going to enjoy it in five weeks when we get or six weeks when we get it. But I found that really, really interesting that not only was it leaked this early, but it was really stupidly leaked. Selling it over Facebook Marketplace. I mean, man, you think he would have done something like, I don't know maybe do Reddit swaps or something. I don't know because you have time to sell the game before it comes out. You could have went on Reddit and started, you know, 200 bucks, you know, I can prove I have it, whatever, and then set up something. You could do something. That's all I'm going to say. There's smarter ways to do it, but I guess if you're really smart, you'd get a job that pays you good because you're smart. So don't worry about it. Um, now, uh, there was an official statement from Tetsuya Nomura. That's the director of Kingdom Hearts 3 from Square Enix, and he posted this note. Now, obviously, this is translated, but here we go. Quote, we're aware that a small portion of Kingdom Hearts 3 has been circulating online before its official release. We are also aware as to how this all happened. We're sorry to see this caused concern amongst our fans who are excited for the release. The whole team has been working together since yesterday night, Japan time, to investigate what we can do to better this situation. But first, we would like to ask that you do not share these videos. The game's epilogue and secret movie, which are the biggest spoilers in this game are planned to be released at a later date just in case so they will not be shown before the game's release we want everyone to be able to equally experience the full game after its release so we ask for your continued support on this matter we're also very grateful that our fans have been warning each other already about the spoilers thank you very much we're one month out from release let's enjoy the game together when it releases on january 29th 2019 end quote now normally you're like okay cool but something in there really made me hit the brakes when I first read it, and I'm going to read this back to you. The game's epilogue and secret movie, which are the biggest spoilers in this game, are planned to be released at a later date, just in case. So they will not be shown before the game's release. So think about that for a second. Now, I'm not bashing Kingdom Hearts here, so please, Kingdom Hearts fans, if you're watching this, just give me a second to get there. But isn't this kind of bullcrap? that the game's epilogue and secret movie, which are the biggest spoilers, are planned to be released at a later date just in case? So you're telling me that you assumed that there would be someone who would spoil the game, so you purposely left them off the disc to be updated later? That's terrible. That's terrible. I I'm sorry, that makes the disc incomplete. And I know, I, I just, I don't believe that it was some sort of noble cause. Something obviously didn't fit, whether it didn't fit on the disc maybe, or... Maybe, I don't know, but this sort of thing is frustrating because in one day when all the servers are gone and you pop in Kingdom Hearts 3, you never get to see the epilogue and secret movie because they're not included on the disc. It, it frustrates me so much. It frustrated me immensely when they did it with Spyro 
and it's immensely frustrating to me now. It doesn't matter how good the game is. The game's probably going to be great. But come on, they're leaving stuff off the disc to be downloaded as a day one patch. And I'm not talking like an update to increase performance or something else. We're straight up talking about the game's epilogue and secret movie. I mean, to me, that sounds like the ending. You left the ending off the disc? Just in case? What, what does that mean? Just in case. So you had such a chance idea that someone would spoil this game for people that you didn't include it on the disc? Like that was a big thing for you? I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. It almost seems like a convenient excuse as to why they left it off. Uh, but that's uh, that's frustrating to me. But anyway, that is, uh, as they say in the biz, that is what it is. And Kingdom Hearts 3 got leaked. Be careful for spoilers. If you're trying not to have the game ruined for you, stay off of any sort of gaming news media site for the next month, which is probably going to be impossible. If you start to read something and you see something about Kingdom Hearts, just scroll past it. Just move on past it. No big deal. You can avoid it. It's... it's You'll get around it. Don't don't stress about it. Yeah, I, I ha- and I have to say that about Kingdom Hearts fans because the Spyro fans have me shaking my head, man. Like, the Spyro fans got me all twisted up with this logic of trying to explain how because they love the game so much, they can't call it its shortcomings. And, and that frustrates me because we should have higher expectations of the things we love. It set a high bar for you. Why are you letting them not live up to that bar? I said it all the time about Metal Gear Solid 5. I love Metal Gear. Metal Gear is my favorite franchise of all time. This is the perfect example. I love Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid 5 was an awesome playing game with one of the worst stories and most incoherent stories I've ever come across in any game. And that go, that's a lot, saying a lot for a Metal Gear game. But it was incomplete. It was annoying. It wasn't good, and it's not all Konami's fault. There was some weird stuff there, like how Kojima wanted the player to be Big Boss, right? I didn't want to be Big Boss, right? I want to see his story. I don't want to be the character. I'm already playing as him. That's me being him enough. And so Kojima's trying to do this, like, next-level mind stuff, and then they run out of time. Konami's like, we're not giving you any more money. Just finish this damn project. They finish it, and it's incomplete. I call them out on that. I love Metal Gear. It's my favorite thing in the whole world it's like my favorite franchise ever i'd I'd eat breathe and sleep i love it still called it out you know it's all i'm asking here to call it out kingdom hearts 3 fans don't don't allow bad policies in your games just because you love the game in fact because you love the game hold it to a higher standard is that so much to ask i don't know seems basic to me so then the second story i want to talk about today is Star of the one of my favorite shows actually growing up. I love this show, but um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Alfonso Ribeiro, Carlton in the show. If you've watched it, he is suing Epic Games over the Fortnite Carlton dance. Now this is interesting because it, it's argued back and forth whether or not this is something you can sue over. So I went over and I I found this great article on Forbes that broke it down, and they and they they had this to say. In intellectual property law, it is possible to copyright a dance, but not an individual dance move. A dance must have a series of movements that are arranged in a unique original sequence in order to have a copyright protection. This is because one simple move is considered to be only one building block of an entire choreographed dance. For example, a songwriter cannot copyright a musical note, but can copyright a song, which is a unique arrangement of notes. Okay, <laughs> so that's, the, you know, it's something. Okay, that that's how uh, it seems to have been, you know, that seems to be 
the explanation. Now here I've got up on the screen, you can see uh, this is a comparison video of of uh, Carlton Dance versus the Fortnite Dance, which is called Fresh. Okay, so Alfonso Ribeiro, um, he feels like he created this dance. Now in his own admission, this dance was inspired by two things. One, it was Courtney Cox dancing in a in a music video, and it was a mix between that and Eddie Murphy's impression of white people dancing in Eddie Murphy's raw. <laughs> That's those are the two things that apparently inspired the Carlton. Now, if it was just in the game, I think, th I think there's a fine line between something being in a game and something being inspired by, you know, or, or wanting to make an homage to. So there are certain things that you want to, you, you want to, um, you know, like you want to have, um, make references to, you know, there's certain things like that. I, I, I can see that. Um, but I think it's another thing to, to take that and then sell it. Now that seems to really be the problem here. It's not just that there's an emote in the game because I remember all the dances in world of Warcraft are different types of dances. You know, Fortnite, however, sells these taunts as and they make money off of them. So that's when you start to get into a little bit different territory, I feel. So again, we still have the previous explanation that we looked at before. It says you can't copyright a dance move, just like you can't copyright a note, but you can copyright a sequence of notes called a song. You can, uh, And you can have rights to uh, a, a dance, which is a sequence of moves, but not just the one move itself. So uh, I want to go a little bit more in here. Uh, let's see. The... Uh, the dispute comes specifically in regards to the game's dance Fresh emote, which came out in January of 2018. The dance was immediately recognized by the community as the Carlton dance, which Ribeiro made famous. And he's done it on Dancing with the Stars and other things. Even the Fresh name is a clear reference to the sitcom itself, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So, like, they're not even trying to, like, be subtle about it. Like, they're just, here's what it is. Now, um, there is also more people. So... Uh, we had rapper known as Two Millie who filed a lawsuit against Epic over his Millie rock dance earlier this month. Uh, and then we had, uh, let's see here. Uh, Ribeiro is not the first celebrity with a signature dance to sue the makers of Fortnite. Attorney David Hecht says he and his firm are also representing rapper Two Millie and Russell Horning, also known as the Backpack Kid, in lawsuits against Epic Games over Fortnite's use of their signature dance within the game. Horning created a dance called The Floss in 2016, while Two Millie created The Millie Rock in 2015. Quote, more plaintiffs are coming out of the woodwork each day. End quote. Uh, I know one other, one other person that has not brought a lawsuit up, but was clearly kind of miffed about it when it was brought up, was Donald Faison, who is, plays Turk in the, uh, who played Turk in Scrubs, right? One of my all-time favorite shows. Great character, great actor, awesome, funny guy. Uh, so he had a dance that he did, and they also put that dance into the game. And once they kind of asked him about it, I want to say he he looked more like annoyed than anything, just kind of saying like, wow, it's really, they can just copy that, huh? And they don't have to give us anything for that. Okay. Especially when it's something that they created. And again, if it's just in the game, I think it, I'd really have a hard time arguing in their favor if it was just a dance in the game. And you just hit backslash dance and they do that dance. But once they started taking that work and wanting to make money off of that, I don't know how they didn't at least go out and try to make that deal first. Why didn't they reach out to him or reach out to someone else and say, hey, can we get you to sign this waiver? We want to put your dance moves in the game. I mean, that's all you'd have to do. 
I, I just don't understand why Epic didn't feel the need to try to do that. And, and I guess maybe they did. But it seems like all this stuff is a huge surprise to everybody involved. It, it doesn't seem like there's anything that, it, you know, was was pre-planned here. It, it seems like they found out about it and they find all these kids are doing it, don't know where it came from. And they want some credit for that. And I think that's okay. Now, again, is copyright law going to agree with me on that? I don't know. That's something that, you know, um, intellectual property rights, I don't even know if it's technically copyright or if it's trademark. I'm not sure. I'll be honest. I'm not I'm not a trademark lawyer. I don't. I don't know. But intellectual property laws, to cover both, whichever it may be, intellectual property laws don't normally side with this case and side with them. It'll be interesting to see. One thing I can say, though, is that this has been everywhere yesterday and today. I saw this on CNN, uh, on the news. They even did a clip about on ABC News. I think they showed somebody. So this is like it went mainstream when that sort of thing happens. More cases come up. It becomes more of a public outcry. You sometimes see things move more quickly will it i don't know but when you watch this stuff i mean it's 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 not inspired by it, it is it's a copy it, they copied that move and maybe they had lawyers that said you know what we're gonna make 10 billion off this if we get sued for a billion we'll still make 9 billion <laughs> it was a business decision probably uh but you know it's i mean the proof's in the pudding right there and it i don't think anyone's gonna deny that that's where the dance came from but is he is he uh, is he deserving of monetary compensation for that dance? That's for a court to decide. That's not for me. But I I would have liked to see Epic approach the people who created these dances and offer them some sort of way to be in the game or offer them something, at least offer them a piece of the pie. I mean, it it just kind of it seems odd to me that they really just thought they'd get away with this and have no trouble with it. That is such a strange one. I I really don't understand. Like I really don't get epic on that. I, I I mean it, it's it's just kind of silly to me. And I and I know that they may not feel like they are they that they owe anyone anything. But it's I don't know. They don't it, it. I don't think they I don't think they owe anyone anything. But why not be proactive in that instead of reactive to lawsuits? Just seems strange to me. And maybe they looked at it and said, you know what, you can't copyright dance moves, so we'll be fine. But you put it in there, you sell it for real money. You gotta, I mean, when there's that much money involved in, in a billion, multi-billion dollar a year game, come on. You gotta know it's coming. And then lastly today, like I said, it might be a little bit shorter one, but lastly today, let me start that over. Sorry, I don't know why I would, the people in the video don't want to hear that it's going to be a short one. They don't care. Um, <clears throat> lastly today, we want to talk about Fallout 76, because it's not another week of the year. It's not another week in November, December, if there's not a new Fallout 76 controversy. Because why not? So, uh, this one is that Fallout 76 could be soon adding lunchboxes, which in Fallout Shelter were their uh, loot boxes, essentially. Lunchboxes are are sneaking into Fallout 76, which is funny because this was the one that they said would never show up. In fact, I have it maybe right here. Maybe not. Uh, okay, well, I guess not. I guess the website decided to stop loading. Why not? Um, so uh, someone on Reddit actually qu quite um, impressively went through 
and broke down kind of what all this, the, the, the change log codes were here. So I'm going to go through some of this. So uh, it says post ATX lunchbox explosion confetti balloon. So he goes through and explains what everything here is. So what they're arguing here is that basically ATX is what Bethesda uses for the Atom Shop profile. So any item that's tagged as ATX usually means it's going to show up in the shop. So that's your first thing that you'll be able to buy lunchboxes with real money. Um, so now here's one, uh, is that the way that these all have effects to them is they're assuming that it might have a way for other people on the server to see it, to bring attention to someone open a loot box. Okay. Not a big deal. That's part of the fun of the loot box. Part of the appeal is how it, 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 it's attention grabbing. So, uh, now this one, ATX intelligent category store test, ATX intelligent category store perk card packs. The files point towards perk card packs being removed with ATX attached. So were perk card packs actually supposed to be sold via the Atom store, or are they hiding the fact that they're going to put them back sometime around Christmas? And I think this confirms why the perk card pack felt so loot boxy. It wasn't a unique mechanic, just one designed to be bought and gambled. That's what this Reddit user is arguing. So here it just kind of goes on more. Uh, this is like the entire change log. So this is what he talks about, right? And then so... A couple of things they also talk about are XP boosts, uh, carry weight increase, and damage bonuses. Two of those, which they recently nerfed. They recently nerfed damage and they recently nerfed experience gain. So what this tells me is that, and, and here we go, Um, here was uh, explaining microtransactions. This is what I wanted to get to before that wasn't loading. Okay. Quote, if you don't want to spend money in the atomic shop for cosmetic stuff, you don't have to. We give you a shitload of atoms just for playing the game, Heinz told GameStop at PAX Australia. Folks that want to spend money on whatever the hell it is because they don't have enough atoms, they can. But it's not. I'm now better playing against other players because I spent money. It's not pay to win. And wait for it, folks. It's not loot crates. <laughs> That's what he said. It's not loot crates. No, he's not wrong. It ain't loot crates. It's lunchboxes. Eh, it's lunchboxes. It's the same thing. So why are they doing all this? Well, let's get real. Fallout 76 is not performing up to snuff. Fallout 76 has been a disappointment for them financially. They're, it's already on sale trying to get more copies sold. Um, the uh, They're really getting weird with uh, their store. Take a look at this. Uh, they are selling, and, and this is some really shady stuff here. So here it cost uh, $20 to get 2,000 atoms. It cost 2,000 atoms to buy this Santa outfit, which is also funny because if you look here, it's kind of hard to see. No, it isn't. 3,000 marked down to 2,000. So this custom Santa outfit that they just put on limited time 14 days, they say, hey, it's on sale, but it was never this price. Or are they hinting that it's going to go up to this price after the sale's over? I'm so confused. It's obnoxious. Absolutely obnoxious. Uh, now, I hope y'all's got your tinfoil hats on because I'm going deep in controversy. So here we go. This is what I honestly think. I think that Fallout 76 is going free-to-play very soon. I think by the end of March, so the end of the fourth quarter, whenever that is, like fourth quarter's end of february or whatever it is i think it's march this game will be free to play i'm calling march 1st march 1st this game will be free to play now that's not a conspiracy hold on i'm not there yet 
I'm getting there. Just relax. I think the conspiracy is this game was always going to go free to play. Maybe not this soon, but it was always going to go free to play. Release it at a full $60. Take all of us Fallout fans for a ride when we first buy the game because we're all stupid. We're going to buy it because it's Fallout. Yeah, I admit it. We all spend 60 bucks on it. We get hosed. The game sucks. We stop playing it. Sales go down. Uh, peak players go down. Sales stall. You then make the game free to play. You toss some stuff our way because you don't want to piss us off and you're trying to get us to come back, right? So you toss us 5,000 atoms and you call yourself, oh, you're a founder. Here, Here's a special hat. You get a hat because you were an idiot and bought this game for 60 bucks. Here's your hat. And then you give us that. And then you give the game away for free. And then you say, now we have these loot boxes, though. And now we can sell loot boxes or lunch boxes or whatever. You can sell those now because the game's free. And all of us that bought the game and supported it and helped keep it going are the suckers that get burned. And that's kind of how it goes. So, and really, anytime you early adopt, you have to assume that you're not getting the best deal. It's always going to go down in price. Like, I'm not talking about Fallout 4 buying it and then the game of the year edition coming out for the same price or cheaper a year later like yeah duh you know but i'm talking about this is really really frustrating especially when they go out of their way to nerf certain things in the game that these lunch boxes or loot boxes are going to give you back they took something away to give it back to you so they can you can feel proud about getting it back it's crazy time man it's crazy talk it's madness um and that's bethesda and I don't really have much else to say except that I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know what this this design is. I Fallout 76 is the most piss poor afterthought idea I think I've ever seen a company do coming off the success of a popular game. Even Elder Scrolls Online was better thought out than this. this nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted this. It wasn't good. I've been playing it. I probably put about 15 hours into it. And there's zero fun there for me. My brother and I have officially quit. It's just not fun. It's empty feeling. It's boring. There's not as much to do. The exploring is not even really that fun. And this is just supposed to hold us over until the real games come. Or maybe this is just building. They're trying to test the waters maybe. See what they can get away with. See if they start adding microtransactions to their full single player games. Elder Scrolls 6. Um, Star. What's the space one? Star something. Starbase? I don't know. <laughs> doesn't matter. But it, it's put quite a dent in the reputation of Bethesda. And this is disappointing on many levels. Uh, but most of all, just that you really trust a company like that that has come out and said cosmetic only microtransactions, no loot boxes. And that's quite literally what they're going to be switching to when the game uh, eventually goes free to play. And, you know, I said it. And I wasn't lying, everybody. This is a short one today. This is all we had. It's all I had for you. Um, it was uh, a little shorter than usual by about half, but it's late and I'm tired and I'm sorry, <laughs> but I just need to get to bed and um, and uh, hopefully start this whole mess all over again tomorrow. So I want everybody here, if you celebrate Christmas, I want you to have a Merry Christmas. If you celebrate any other holiday around this time of year, I want you to have a happy one. I want you to have a merry one. I want you to spend some time with your family. Unless you hate them and they're not good to you, then I want you to spend time with yourself. Be happy, whatever you got to do. But I wish everyone really well this holiday season. 
I'm Greg as always. Thank you as always for listening and watching. If you are listening to this on SoundCloud, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes podcast app or whatever and just uh, type in Game Talk Radio. If you uh, are listening to this on iTunes, but you like this in maybe a shorter format, we have a YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash drop rate. That's where you can see all of the YouTube or all of the podcast segments broken up into YouTube videos. Uh, So sometimes it's a little bit easier to absorb. And then you get to see this beautiful face on the camera here. And um, yeah, and I just always appreciate y'all. And I, I hope you have a good one. And I hope everything that you want for Christmas you get. And I hope that everyone's merry and I hope everyone has a happy new year too, because even if I do a podcast on New Year's Day, I won't be able to wish you a happy new year until it happens. So have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Everybody take care of yourselves. Be well. Uh, I really love doing this and I, and I hope you all get some enjoyment out of it. I really, really appreciate you. Everyone have a good night. We'll talk to you in a, in a couple weeks. Have a good one. And we'll see you in, uh, we'll see you in 2019 folks. See you next year. Bye-bye.